giant stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grown stalker, grip stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Welcome to episode 227 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Darkbrew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from Thrill of the Wild, the Warcraft Hunters Union, and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. And I'm Bendak from Eyes of the Beast, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. And I'm Artemis Hal from the Warcraft Hunters Union and Artemis Hal on Twitter. All right. Today is Sunday, October the 18th, 2015, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv. You can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Ali Saunders, is there to take your questions. And we've got another great show for you today. Joining us this week is Brutal Static. He's an avid gamer, Twitch streamer, YouTuber. He's a mythic raider, and among other things, plays a hunter. So, hey, Brutal, welcome to the Hunting Party Podcast. Thank you. But may, may I ask, who, who came up with and sang that song? That was, that was delightful. That was Crips? from. Yeah. That was just. That was a, who? Who did that? That was Frost Time. He was one of the original. Uh, he. I remember st- Frost Time. Yeah, this, Frost this... Time with the Warcraft Hunters Union, one of our original hosts of the show. I am. I'm impressed. That that was that was beautiful. Thanks for this. I appreciate Balthazar, right? Yeah, Balthazar was the one who came up with the music. Frost Time actually wrote the lyrics to that song, and and his friend of his, Balthazar, who's a musician, uh, came up with the. The music and, and, and everything else. And, That's and in fact, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, and if you like that, I think we've got what five or six other Hunter songs that they went to, to go ahead and write and uh, create later on. Uh, <laughs> so we got like a whole, a whole mini you. album of Hunter that's songs. Yeah. Fantastic. I'm, I'm already, serenades. already impressed. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate oh. it. Oh, our pleasure. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. And thanks for Delirium for, for saying, hey, we got to get this guy on, on the show. Yeah, so. just this random guy sent me a, spammed me with messages across <laughs> all forms of social media. It was unbelievable. <laughs> Begged and pleaded, we need someone with an amazing beard to be on the podcast tomorrow. <laughs> Even though you can't see it, but happy to be here. Happy to be we here. We can hear it. Oh, that, I, I, I assume it does come through. It's good to know it does. Good to know. Actually, one of our other hosts for a while, he had a beard, and he, there were times where he had to, a podcast using his iPhone, and you actually could hear his beard just scraping, <laughs> scraping the on the speaker. <laughs> what does that sound like? Can I get a sound effect for that, please? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. No. There it is. There it is. I don't know if it came through, but I did. The dulcet so- tones of, of beard scraping on a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> a pot, hunting party podcast special. <laughs> Well, cool. No more awkward silences. Really Just happy to hear scrapings. <laughs> cool. Well, what do you want? Where do you want to start? Do you want to talk about BlizzCon uh, a little bit, real quick? I know Artemis, you've been busy making plans for us apparently this 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 past week. So making you guys plans, yeah. yeah. So what's sure. going on? What are these plans? All right. So Thursday night, as everybody knows, there's a really big party happening called Con Before the Storm. And um, you guys are all familiar about what that is, right? No, tell us about it. Oh, well, it's the World of Podcast Party. Um, we got crowdsourced for quite a bit of money this year, and they're going to make this like this huge show, and it's going to be signing booths. There's going to be like art galleries. There's going to be all sorts of cool stuff, plenty of meetups. They're going to have tableside games. They're going to have a show. Um, so we are fortunate enough to have a our very own signing booth from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. at the con before the storm. So if you want to meet, you know, meet Dark Brew, I think, uh, you know, Delirium's going. I don't know who else in the chat's going. I think that's just us. Right? I'll be there. 
You'll be there. Will you yeah. Come with I'll us. I'll come say hi. Honorary yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely come by. Yeah, no, that should be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that. Was it? That was a, that was a nice surprise. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, we were going to do the hunter party, I think, on Saturday evening, anyway. So this is this is a little bit of extra bonus now for you guys to come hang out with us. Yeah, come meet us. Come say hi. Come take selfies. Uh, go poke delirium. You know, all sorts of fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Give Dark Bro a beer. Um, just casual stuff. Uh, actually, and I want to talk about the hunter meetup in just a second. Um, as everybody knows, we finally ironed out our dates for the Hunter Party Meetup. So our all-hunter gathering will be Friday night, same place at the Hilton as last year, from 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. I almost said 1 p.m. We're going to have like a full day of partying. I don't know. So same place as last year. I will get a graphic up for that later. It's going to be like that back area behind the bar, uh, the main Hilton floor. So, And of course, we'll have a lot of swag for that. If you donate... Up to five dollars, you will get a free lanyard and a free bracelet. We also are still selling shirts. I don't know if since you want to show up on those shirts on the podcast, show the world. The yeah, show everyone the, the beautiful logo that was done. Yeah, so yeah, the logo's up. Someone did a wonderful logo with the all the three hunter artifact weapons coming in the in the Legion expansion. So it was really nice, nice work there. So it is nice. That's really cool. Yeah, uh, we could thank Zoe Zasu for that. She just was like, yeah, I'll do your shirts, and she decided to do um, the artifact weapons for Legion with the Legion background symbol and the WG letters. It is very beautiful. And we they have a Twitter really for good. her? We do have a Twitter for her. I'll post it in chat. But yeah, that's cool. all the news I really have for that, so hopefully you can see everybody out there. We'll still have plenty of free swag. It's just if you donate, you get guaranteed swag. If you don't donate, you show up, you know, hey, you'll probably still get some goodies, so... We appreciate all donors. And beer is not a good form of donation, just by the way. Uh, it is for me. It works for me. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you want to help pay for the stuff, that's cool. Oh, yeah, you can see our lanyards in the stream now. You know. Yeah, I don't have any swag. I mean, might give you a you know, pat on the back and be your best friend for a while. But, you know, I will gladly take a free beer, you know. I'll give you my lanyard. <laughs> for a beer. Exactly. I, well, cool. I, I see the proposition. All right. Well, as I said, we, we do have a guest here. So, Brutal, why don't we so, – so tell us a little about yourself and your, your, your stream and, and stuff you're, you're doing and, like, how long you've been playing World of Warcraft. Oh, so. goodness. Uh, I've, I've been playing WoW for a decade now. And uh, I came from – ooh, it's story time. All right, buckle up. I came from a game known as EverQuest many moons ago. Played a, uh, played a bard in EverQuest from 1999 to about – about 2004. I played up until 05, but I wasn't actively raiding in EQ1 back in 05. I had transitioned to EQ2. The game sadly sucked, and my friend <laughs> Drew convinced me to play WoW uh, early on in 2005, so it wasn't too long after WoW launched. I wish I could say I, I had been playing WoW since the beginning, but sadly, just not the case. So I had uh, started tanking in EverQuest 2, and I felt like I should probably continue that method leading into WoW. So, boom, started tanking on my warrior. And I was a warrior for a, a literal decade, more or less. And I just started playing my hunter earlier this year. And uh, I've been streaming for the past couple of years, doing YouTube for the past couple of years. It's been a really fun experience. It's, it's interesting because as someone who has tanked for the better part of a decade, <laughs> transitioning to ranged DPS was a completely different experience, but I can honestly say, and joyfully say, that it is absolutely 
way more fun, and I'm so glad that I did it. And it's it's a blast being a hunter, really. Is I also play Moonkin for those who care for whatever weird reason, but I play Moonkin as well in an afternoon raiding guild, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a ton of fun being a ranged DPS this time around. But yeah, I do stream. Um, I do the YouTube thing. I, right now, I'm kind of uh, getting back into YouTube. I, I have a bad, bad habit of doing YouTube videos for a month or two and then kind of taking a break because I run out of things to say. But nevertheless, I, uh, it's, it's, well, it's that, a that's, ton of fun. Yeah, that's true for us, too. We, we keep plugging away with the podcast. but if it, And I don't know what it is. It just seems something about this expansion, Warlords of Draenor. There's just been less stuff to talk about and, 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 and less, less to do. So we've, we've had a, a tougher time coming up with things we want to talk about about you know every other week and we don't even, we used Absolutely. to go every week and now it's every other week but it's it's sort of i don't know it's like after once you get past garrisons there there just didn't seem like much to do uh this expansion so we're, we're looking forward to to legion oh absolutely absolutely and it, so brutal you've been doing mythic rating for a while now right but you yeah. you have this new project that I heard about, which is what got me really excited. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, I, I've um, you know, Mythic rating was introduced, of course, this expansion, and then I've, I've cleared all the content. I uh, for tier seventeen, I I was on my my tanks, my warrior, and my brewmaster, and for tier eighteen, I cleared it on my hunter so far. And now that progression has settled down, and there's really nothing for me to do on a regular basis during the evenings, you know, I I found myself just wondering you know what can i fill this 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 void in time with and what can i really enjoy and apply myself toward and i sat there and i thought about it and i thought about it and for those who don't know my my name brutal static is brutal was the name of my warrior it's kind of what i've been known as for the past 10 years and static was and is the name of my guild on the us arthas server horde side and I have this guild static that's just sitting there kind of collecting dust. And I thought about, you know, how can I do something that's not just a, not just me wasting time in the game? What can I do to, to get people involved, to have fun, maybe to educate a little bit? And I realized that now more than ever, there is an incredible amount of people out there who don't have the time, the desire, the know-how to kind of set themselves up for what I consider to be proper rating. And that doesn't mean... I'm not talking about difficulty. I'm talking about rating properly. So doing the right thing at the right time, knowing how to play your class, your spec, etc. So talked to a few people, realized that I had the time then and the desire to do this. And I've set static up. I'm transitioning static from what it once was, a mythic rating guild, into now what I consider to be a developmental guild. Essentially, static has opened its doors, for lack of a better phrase, to allow anyone uh, that, that can play on a U.S. Horde server to join the guild, or, and this is also just as important, if anyone doesn't want to transfer to, to U.S. Arthas uh, Horde side, if anyone doesn't have the funds to transfer, that's completely okay too, because we're also opening up our raids to host and accommodate people who don't know how to raid, more or less. So essentially what I'm hoping to see and to experience, I want to see the people who are uneducated, who are uncomfortable, who are not confident about their own skill levels and skill set. And I want them to find the time to make the time to join a raid, whether it's once a month, every other week, whatever the case may be, and come and learn. It's not about progressing as a guild. It's not about gearing people out. It's about instilling the knowledge, the know-how, the confidence to be a solid raider. And the, the actual final, like, hope of mine is that as as people educate themselves and as they are educated by me and others like me 
they can find the ability, they can find that confidence to plant themselves into another guild. So essentially they can raid with us for however long they want to, to gain that knowledge of how to play the class and spec, and then they can go out and actually join a real raiding guild and help them, and in turn, of course, help themselves improve even farther past that point. I know it kind of rambled, so I apologize. Oh, no, it's good, it's good. I mean, are, are you worried at all that this sort of nurturing concept that you're taking is going to somehow just blow up the internet and just destroy us all because it's very <laughs> contrary to what we what we it, see and, and 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 that that is contrary and and trust me man i am just i am just as guilty if not more guilty as anyone else out there that raids around my level of being sick and tired and just being disgusted by people who just come up with excuses and and and, and place blame and so on and so forth it's frustrating to me but i realize that as frustrating as it may be, as much as I may complain about it, it's not helping anyone. Like, sitting there as a mythic raider and, and looking down on people and chastising people and just, you know, getting upset at people, it doesn't accomplish anything and it doesn't help anyone. So, instead of complaining about it, I want to do something about it. And I'm not sitting here, you know, thinking to myself, I'm going to single-handedly help everyone get better at every spec in the game. I obviously don't know how to play everything. I don't know how to do everything. I'm a terrible healer. I'm a decent tank now that I haven't tanked in the past half a year and so on and so forth, and I don't know how to play half the classes in the game. So all of that to say that while I know how to play Hunters really well, I know how to play Moonkin really well, and I can tank fairly well uh, still these days, I have a lot of other people that have shown a lot of interest. I have people like Bay from Final Boss that want to help people learn how to play Enhancement Shamans. I've got healers from my current Mythic Raiding Guild that want to lend a helping hand, Resto Druids, Priests, etc. So it's not just about me having an impact. It's about people across the, the mythic chasm, if you will, wanting to come in, collaborate, and help people find their footing and simply improve at rating from the found from the foundation, from the ground floor up. And that's that's to me that's what it's all about. And we have the time, we have the ability, we have the desire at this point. We're between expansions. It's what's called the lull. <laughs> it should be a lot of fun. A lot of work, but a lot of fun too. Oh also another really important aspect even if you can't make the raids, you don't want to make the raids, maybe you're not in, on, on the U.S. raiding scene, maybe you're you know, in Europe or whatever, there is a very basic website. It's called staticraid.com. There is a forum set up there for people to, again, collaborate, kind of talk, discuss issues, um, ask for help and clarification on things. It's a really simple, basic concept. Sadly, we've seen you know the kind of the uh, the death and demise of a lot of theory crafting sites over the past year or so. That's not necessarily what this is. This is just something super simple. That way, it requires very little upkeep, but it allows people to reach out and get that help even if they can't raid. Just so people are aware of that as well. Yeah. So this is the whole concept is something I've been thinking about a lot uh, throughout Warlords of Draenor, and I think we've seen several. I mean, lots really at this point of high-end guilds kind of collapse that uh, you know decided they couldn't really move forward anymore yeah. and disband. And I think that that's really a symptom of a bigger problem we've had in Wad, and that's that that kind of base, you know, heroic what what we now call heroic level guilds are suffering, and so there's not that big pool of raiders that oh the goodness, highest yes. end levels can uh, Some, draw from. Absolutely, so something like this should really help a lot with I, that. I hope, and, and, and that's something that I've said on my stream dozens of times over the past year is how shallow 
that recruitment pool is right now. It's unbelievable, man. Again, as someone who's played WoW for, you know, again, a decade, 10 years, it's, it's so, so sad just to see the state of the raiding community right now. Don't get me wrong. There are still many wonderful people out there in terms of personality, in terms of skill. There are still many, many wonderful guilds out there as well, and, and so on and so forth. But how few there are now compared to just a couple of years ago. It's it's disheartening, you know? And I'm hoping, again, that again that that is the purpose of what I'm looking to do. It's not to build a guild or raid for Static or for myself. It's to build a community that can continue to reach out and branch out to plant themselves elsewhere. I want to build these raiders. I'm not looking to build a roster because I want people to join improve and then i actually want them to leave the confines of a static or this raid environment that i'm developing because we need raiders in that heroic community that the mythic community and they're just not developing themselves because they don't know how to in a lot of cases it yeah, also I, that seems to big, me oh go ahead go ahead that's been the big shift in warlords raiding is uh i think they've kind of switched to a personal responsibility mindset like the raids are designed where it's not just, you know, do the most numbers you can, but it's every person has to be able to do the mechanics. Yeah. And so a guild like my Alliance Guild, which is, you know, was easily clearing, you know, what was previously normal and heroic, is now they can't carry people. You know, it used to be we had maybe Absolutely. 15 good players and 10 math players. But we could deal with that, you know, we, the good players were good enough that we could carry those other 10. And mm. now that's just not the case. Every player has to be able to come along so they don't have a chance to really learn because personal responsibility is kind of the mindset of raiding right now. And if we want to do any progression at all, we just can't afford to yeah. carry anyone. I completely understand. I know exactly what you're talking about, man. I really do. I really do. But it's, it's, it's something I'm excited about, and, and I hope my passion can be... You know, felt an experience not just here, but as people join the raids and stuff. I really hope you guys, you know, understand the purpose and principle behind this because it's going to be so much fun. It really will. So, so what are some of the things you're planning to do then to to help? Obviously, you're going to bring them into a raid, and then uh, how are you going to help them improve? Are you going to just take your time in between pulls? Are you going to pull up individual logs with with people and and, and run through some things and analyze it? I mean. What are, what are some of the techniques that you plan to do to kind of help yeah, people out? That's that's an awesome question because it's one thing to say, well, I'm looking to help people get better. And it's another thing to completely do it. Uh, and, and the couple of things you just said there, looking at logs, of course, is very important. But an, uh, one thing that, you know, you, you know, we understand here is the fact that not a lot of people, of course, know how to look at logs. Not a lot of people know how to get better just on their own. So that that is something that we'll be doing is taking it slow, taking it boss by boss. And... Something that I, I think I mentioned a moment ago is the fact that while, yes, I know how to play Mooncan and I know how to play Hunter and I can help the tanks, again, I don't know how to play a mage, I don't know how to play a warlock, so there will be weeks to where, you know, we have guests that come in, you know, really well, you know, well-played mages or someone that really knows how to play the class will come in and they will individually speak to the mages on a per-boss basis. I, in this case, I will be helping, you know, Hunters on a weekly basis, Moonkins on a weekly basis, tanks, etc., just this last week, we have we have some awesome people that come with us on a weekly basis. I love these guys that raid with us on Sundays and Mondays. That's when the uh, these public runs happen. And the tanks are wonderful people, but 
And if any tanks are listening, pay attention. This is really important, right? The tanks that were running last week, and that they'll be running with us again this weekend, they are not in the habit of calling for external cooldowns. And what that means is, let's say you have a Disc Priest in the raid, you have a Resto Druid in the raid, you have Iron Barks, you have Pain Sups, you have Sacks if you have Paladins, you have all these external cooldowns available to you, but they're not being used, or they're being used at random when a healer thinks you, you need them because you've dipped low in life. So one, one thing I was explaining to the tanks is, you're letting these mitigation abilities just go to waste at the moment. They're not serving any purpose, they're not helping you, and in turn, they're not helping the raid. So one thing I tried instilling into them, uh, you know, a little bit by little bit last week, is get in the habit of saying, you know, uh, individual, disc priest, please paints up, you know, the, the name of their character. So in this case, it'd be like, you know, delirium paints up me, or paints up brutal, or whatever the case may be. You know, being specific about who you're talking to, what you need, when you need it. And that's something that, again, only really tanks have to worry about. And something with hunters in this case is, you know, hunters, priority targeting. We, as a hunter right now, with being marksmanship, we destroy ads. You guys know this, I know this. But a lot of the hunters are just staying on the boss for whatever reason. They're uncomfortable, they don't know why they should switch to ads, whatever the case may be. I mean, we want to destroy ads as hunters. We get a lot of focus returns, you know, the, the 100 to 80% uh, HP range, kill shot at 35%, etc. We just decimate them. And a lot of hunters weren't switching the ads. And then there's, you know, rotational issues and this and that and the other. So it's just a matter of communicating correctly at the right time, explaining why people should do things and not just telling them to do something. And that's something leaders across the board, in game, out of game, have a really bad habit of doing is just saying, hey, do this, and not explaining why, not educating. They just expect people to fall in line, and it's frustrating, you know? Right. Anyway. There, there, yeah, I, was, I agree with that. There, there's a lot of times there's this expectation that you, you're supposed to come in there knowing everything already, not just about your class, um, but even about the individual counters, and everyone's like, oh, you know, did you watch the video? And, you know, those videos are, are fine, but... Right. There's there's something about doing more so absolutely. than just, just seeing. And, absolutely, you know. there's there's a big difference between watching something and experiencing something. Like I can I can watch every boss fight in an, in a brand new raid, and I would have a decent idea of what to expect going in. But until I can get in there and sink my teeth into it and experience it firsthand, I will never be able to do something at the at the capacity or at the, at the level that I know I'm capable of doing until I personally experience it. And that's true for a lot of people. So educating yourself prior to a fight or prior to a raid, very important. Absolutely, I, I'm, I'm an advocate. Do that. It's very helpful. But with the, again, the purpose of these raids, it's not to go into HFC, kill all 13 bosses, and call it a night. It's about going in there. If we kill two bosses, 12 bosses, seven bosses, awesome. Did you learn something? Are you better for it? Cool. Mission accomplished kind of a deal. Yeah, it's it's very it's yeah I love it I love the idea because like you said you don't <clears throat> get that and because the other thing too you want to be able to do is you know when you're learning something especially a new encounter as a group you're probably gonna wipe right no one it's rare that to go oh, in there and yeah. and one shot the boss the very first time so you know you can't be afraid to to, to make mistakes and you just have to oh no absolutely not you know and I, I don't I'm sorry I don't mean to cut you off go on no it's fine go ahead I mean so so my belief and this is this is just my um, what's the word I'm looking for? This is just how I prefer to lead raids in this case, is I want people to make mistakes. I want people to screw up. 
to wipe, to do something really stupid, not for the sake of scolding them or getting onto them. That's counterproductive. I want them to make these mistakes so that A, they are then more knowledgeable about the mechanic, about the situation, about what to do correctly next time. And B, it's a learning experience, not just for that person, but for everybody. I mean, let's say, let's say, you know, a, a rogue or a DK runs into the, um, the uh, black hole on Zolharak and they forget to pop a cooldown or whatever the case may be and they die. That is an incredibly educational experience for not only that person, but for everyone, because we can explain why they died, why potentially the raid wiped because of that, and what we can do next time, not just for them individually, but raid-wide to assist them. You know, maybe they needed an extra person in there because they didn't have the correct cooldown popped or they didn't have it available for whatever reason. I mean, the list, this is just a random example, but the list goes on. The mistakes, mistakes need to be made so that they can be learned from. To expect people to go in there not to make mistakes, to go in there to play flawlessly perfectly is completely stupid. Please don't do that. Like, if you are in a leadership uh, leadership position, expect mistakes to be made and have a plan to learn from them, not just for you, but for everyone. Have a plan going in how to handle mistakes and handle them properly. And by the way, what you're talking about here for rating can apply to a lot of other things. Anyone that's, I would Absolutely. say, in a, in a management position or has a job... Like that, you know, these are all sort of tips you could probably absolutely. take to, to can absolutely take to the, to the workplace. <laughs> just just throwing that out there. That the, absolutely you know, yes. Which is one of the things I've always liked about World of Warcraft. I mean, you know, there there are little things that you know. It's funny. It's these MMOs can be more than just video games, and you can actually learn things that you could apply to to, to jobs in real life. In there, if 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 you if you choose to do so. And and, and that's the thing. It, it's absolutely a choice. I mean, a lot of people. Both people who play WoW or other MMOs and people who don't, they look at you know this game or the style of game or games in general, and they think to themselves, "It's a game. What what could I possibly learn <laughs> to apply in real life?" But no, I mean, I, I'm I'm by no means the smartest guy out there. I am not the best hunter. I'm not the best raid leader. I'm not the best player, etc. But I cannot even begin to to tell you how many lessons I've learned in game that I've been able to apply in real life. And I'm not talking about you know these giant amazing life-changing experiences but the little things matter just learning how to talk to people how to communicate even learning different terminology this is a really really random thing to say but way back when i was a kid in 1999 there was a spell called snare or ensnare whatever the case may be i think a ranger or a druid had an eq i had no idea what that word mean and I've, I can't even tell you how many words I've learned over the course of playing video games because they're just random words you don't use in your regular, everyday, you know, vocabulary. But nevertheless, we're getting off topic. I agree. I had no idea what a tank was when I first started playing WoW. I was like 10. I'm like, uh, I'm a hunter. I could do that, right? There you go. Just, just, then, just tank it as a hunter. No big deal. You got this. Well, growl was great, and I didn't know better. So There you go. You know? We used to be able to tank stuff, but... Uh, oh, we still can't. A little bit, <clears throat> but not not actual. I don't know. Can we still we still can't do raid bosses like? Listen, we man, you to. can do anything you put your mind can. to. All right. <laughs> yeah, not not with growl, but we can tank it. Not with ways. growl, yeah. Ah, the good old days. <clears throat> so so how long? Now you said you just started playing a hunter just this expansion this year. Yeah. Um. Let me think. I, uh, I joined an afternoon raiding guild back in March, I believe, and I transferred my hunter to join these people. Again, with I, I stream full time. That's, that's that's what I do for a living right now. I'm a professional bum. 
And uh, I had hours to fill in the morning and afternoon, so I looked for an afternoon raiding guild, found one, great people, lovely experience. And I transferred my hunter, because he was my primary alt at the time. I had no idea how to play him. I was survival, and I was trying to do Imperator Margok as survival, and I realized, well, this is not working. So uh, I'm sure you guys, of course, have heard of a little guy known as Azertharian. Good old Azertharian had uh, had made this guide for Tier 17 on how to play Hunter properly. So I spent you know a, a weekend or whatever reading over the guide, learning about the guide, and uh, reached out to Azertharian on Twitter and stuff, and he uh, he educated me a little bit more. And it kind of just took off from there. I switched from uh, survival to BM sometime in March, and then I started you know learning more about the mechanics and how hunters work and why you want to do this versus that. And again, you have to understand, I came from a tanking mindset. I came from someone who could literally AFK half of any fight so I could raid lead properly, because that's what I did. I raid led statics raids with a, with a mage. He, he had a range perspective. I had the melee perspective. I called for cooldowns for myself and the raid, and I just called when abilities were happening. So I was very much in a tanking mindset. And I was still tanking in the evenings, by the way, so it was a really interesting dichotomy there. And I just familiarized myself with what, what hunters were capable of and the role they played in the, in the raid and whatnot. And it kind of just started to click for me. I, I started to enjoy it more and more each day, and I started to learn more and more each day. And it just got to be really, really fun. And so uh, sometime around uh, March, April, I, I felt like things were starting to really work well. And I think it was in May I had gathered a decent amount of gear, and I told the GM of my afternoon rating guild, I'm like, listen, I love playing this hunter and I want to take him to the next level, but I also don't want to leave you guys high and dry, so I, I decided to transfer a Moonkin to the afternoon raiding guild, and I've been raiding on that Moonkin with them ever since, and then I transferred my hunter to Huge in Japan after they accepted my trial process. Oh, by the way, uh, I had retired Static in this uh, duration of time because we'd, we'd killed Mythic Blackhand, we were losing some people to real life, like work and school and stuff, and instead of rebuilding Static with the very shallow recruitment pool that we had already discussed, I just retired the guild, so I transferred to Huge in Japan for tier uh, in preparation of tier 18 on my hunter. Still didn't really know what I was doing. I started playing with some really awesome people. Nick's being one of them. I think he was on one of your more, re more recent shows, and yep. uh, Nick's and I really clicked uh, clicked really well. And he helped educate me a little bit more, and so on and so forth. And I've never looked back. I think I've just gotten a little bit better each uh, each and every day past that point, and it's been a ton of fun. That's pretty much my uh, the, the legacy of my hunter so far. And then he killed him in Japan. Yeah, then I'm kidding. I single-handedly destroyed HIJ. No, I'm HIJ retired uh, after after HIJ killed um, Mythic Archimon a couple of months ago. People just lost interest in raiding, and so that they retired the guild. And now I, I now raid an awesome uh, evening raiding guild called TF on the oh, what server are they on? I'm drawing a blank here. I'll, I'll think of it in a minute. But TF, they're like US twentieth, I think. Really good, really good people. Really good people. Nice, nice. And how far have you progressed? Have you cleared everything now? In, in yeah, Mythic? yeah, yeah. Yeah, HIJ, I think, was US 7th or US 8th on Mythic mm -hmm. Archimond. And uh, I, I I, didn't want to, but because the raiders and the leadership of HIJ decided to take a break, I was kind of forced into a break, too. So if I pull up my armory here, I can let you know when the kill occurred. But the kill occurred and took a break and uh, found TF after a few weeks of, of looking and kind of just wanting to get back into raiding. HIJ retired. TF was looking for a hunter, and there I am. Here I am. Whatever. Who isn't looking for a hunter these days? I know, right? How awesome are we, man? We're the best. We're the best. We're We're the best. We really are. I, 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 it's, it's, I'm so glad that I decided to pick up this class when we're 
probably the strongest we've ever been. It's fantastic. Yeah, and the MM the with the four community. piece is just so ridiculous. It's just yeah. insane, man. You were you were talking about priority targeting. I don't know how much you've looked at. Uh, we talked about this on our last show, but Kira from Warcraft Logs introduced these new weighted DPS logs. Yes, and it's it just makes marksmanship look Absolutely. so much better. Oh, oh you're going to give more value to killing ads. The one thing hunters do the best. Oh, okay let's do it baby <laughs> yeah it's, it's great i mean and there were several times i can think of over the over this tier at least that people have said oh hunters aren't that great look you're not doing as much dps as this moonkin or this warlock uh, but then you look at the weighted dps now and you can just see yeah. how incredible marksmanship is absolutely it's and, so and valuable and and of course for anyone anyone listening and for those of you who really you know adhere to Warcraft logs and stuff, don't be shocked if someone does a total more damage than you on a fight with a bajillion ads. You're doing plenty whenever you're taking care of those priority targets, baby. Don't worry. That's what we that's where we shine. Those priority targets need to die, and we're the best ones for it. It's glorious. I love it, man. I'm loving playing my hunter. I really am. Yeah, I can't I don't play much else besides a hunter, but I can't think of any spec in the game that rewards you for switching to a priority ad yeah. like MM does with aim, or, uh, careful aim above 80%. Like nothing just, it just begs you to switch as fast as you can yep. to the next priority. Absolutely. I mean, to fight like Gorefiend, oh yeah, it's, it's the good stuff. It's the good stuff. It doesn't matter if you're down below. I'm talking about Mythic primarily, mm -hmm. but down below, up top, it's just, it's beautiful, man. Oh my goodness! If any of you guys out there are playing hunters and you haven't had a really true, uh, you know, progression experience in tier eighteen, give it a go. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Man, you guys are making me miss rating. <laughs> Come on. Man. Well, you're gonna Jump have to go back and rate, aren't you? With the uh, six, the, the new patch, right? With the you're gonna at least want to go back and get your moose mount, no? Right. Oh yeah, yes. let's get the moose mount for sure. Let's do it. A lot of good. Wait, stuff. So I'm excited for six point two point three. Very excited. Do we have any guess as to when anybody have a prediction when that's coming out? Probably by BlizzCon. I would say oh. after BlizzCon. I mean, again, I'm just guessing. I don't know. But I would say after BlizzCon. Oh, yeah, probably. Like a week after. I don't it's know. like three-ish week. We'll yeah, we've only got three weeks till it starts. I mean, less than three weeks now. So soon! A, hasn't been an announcement of the PvP season ending yet. Usually we get two weeks. Yep. Right, well, well, are they going to end the PvP season with this? or? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're switching to a new one? season. Okay, which I guess could mean that Legion's a ways out. So that'll be interesting. That's what our our thought yeah. was too. That this is uh, yeah. hey guys, hang tight. Here's some more <laughs> stuff for you to do. Here's some coloring books and uh, uh, some crayons. Yeah, well, I think at BlizzCon we'll get a good idea of how far along I Legion agree. was. So uh, I don't mean I don't mean shit. Here, so I apologize, but how many of you guys are going to BlizzCon? I think it's three of us. And... Everyone but me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Canada can't make it. Can't, can't... Canada can't make it. <laughs> Canada. Oh, what a joke! Unbelievable. But yeah, no, yeah, we'll we'll be there. We're unbelievable. Yeah, we're we're definitely. I'm definitely looking forward to it. This will be my first BlizzCon that I attended. Oh, it's your first I've never one. been. No, I haven't Did either. You? Yeah, I've never been. I'm. I just uh, listen. I'm a. I'm a thinking. Um, I I pretty much live in my house. <laughs> pretty much just stay in my house. That's pretty much what I do. I don't. I don't really like seeing the sun. It's it's dangerous out there. It is really dangerous. <laughs> and you live no, in I, um, Florida, right? You said so. You yeah, got like nothing hot, but sun man. there. It's hot. I'm the palest guy in Florida, no doubt about it. I don't uh, know. When I went to Disney World, I'm pretty sure I beat that. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, well, I mean, you don't live here. Wait, do you? You don't live here, do you? No, no, no. I live in Cali. Yes, you don't live here. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. You can be the palest in California, Artemis. There's a lot of sun in Cali too, right? Oh yeah. All this water, though. Sorry about that. I'll bring you. I saw rain. I saw rain. No way. That's awesome. Oh my god. It exists. (laughs) But yeah, um, three of us will be going. I don't know if Ali or Synth, who are our amazing backup staff, will be there, but maybe one day. That's cool. I look forward to not only meeting you guys, but meeting a ton of people. I'm I'm so excited to go and hang out. You're it's coming to our hunter a... party, right? Uh, I, I will be at every party I can possibly <laughs> attend. Con Before the Storm, which you mentioned already. I didn't know about your party, but I'd be happy to attend that for a while. There is also, I think, a Wowhead party going on. Man, I'm looking yeah. for hanging out and hanging tight with you guys. It's going to be so, awesome. Where's the Wowhead party this year? This is like a big one for them. The Somewhere Shield. in Anaheim. I don't know. At the Hilton? It's not at the... What was? Where was it last year? At the... Annabella? Annabella, yeah, that was Actually, good. Actually, I might still year. be there. I don't know. It's I. I really think the con before the storm though is gonna trump over the wildlife party. I'll show, I'll show. I'll check them both out. Gonna be really good. busy at the con before the storm. Uh, and, and unless I missed it, I, it didn't sound like there was gonna be any wild wow movie news or anything planned. Uh, they Maybe actually they, go ahead. They, they they will show the trailer. I think in the opening ceremony, but right. otherwise there will be no panel for it. Correct. Yeah, no panel this year, which I was looking forward to maybe seeing something more about that since I didn't think there'd be too much else going on. But uh, but the trailer will be nice. Yeah, I'm excited. It's kind of silly that we had two years of panels that didn't really show anything. It's just saying he was teasing. And then this year when the, the movie's <laughs> actually breaching on the dawn of coming to our dreams. Right. It's like, oh, no trailer. Or I'm sorry, no panel. Yeah, Ho- hopefully it goes well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> oh, exactly. I'm sure this trailer's going to be great. Hype. Is is it the same trailer they showed at um, crap, a Comic Con game? Oh, I don't know. I th- no, this is gonna be a brand new trailer. They're gonna unveil the finished one. So. Yeah, I think this will be the like, the official World movie premiere. trailer that they'll release into theaters. Fantastic. Fantastic. Wait, Wait when's the movie supposed to come out? June of twenty sixteen. Jesus. Oh, that's fairly just soon, when yeah. Legion's gonna come out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just so when Legion's coming out. We're hoping Legion will come out. Uh, Ahead of that, by Find maybe out. a month or two or three. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder what <laughs> Blizzard's thought pro. Like, are, do they want the movie to kind of promote the expansion, or vice versa? I wonder. Well, the movie's about pretty much like well, lore before vanilla, right? Well, no, I know that. I'm saying, but I mean, anything Warcraft related is going to promote the right, other right, Warcraft, right. you know, uh, merchandise and whatnot. So I'm curious. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure how they're going to kind of cross promote these things or what what they're looking to to do there. Yeah, gosh, have we seen the quarter three results yet? I don't think they're out, but no, I don't think so. I'm scared a lot. Here's long. hoping there is a Warcraft in. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sure there will be, but uh, <laughs> I know. That's so sad. But but I mean, you just look at some of the things they're they're planning. I mean, you know, it's funny. You look at Hearthstone now. It's really that game is really standing on its own own two legs. I mean, they used Warcraft to kind of they made it Warcraft theme, and then they used Warcraft to really really boost it. But that that is its own that. That little one, that sibling grew up. Absolutely. <laughs> it, you know, it's its own own beast now. <clears throat> Hopefully Overwatch beta will distract us. Until yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wait, when's yeah. that? Yeah. When that does the announcement go out? October 27th, 27th for beta. Yeah, that's the closed beta, right? And then they said they were going to yep. have some, some weekends where they're going to open it up to the masses right, to kind of yeah. do some stress testing and, and give it a go. So. Yeah, I'm not a huge FPS. I'm terrible at FPSs, but of course, yeah. it's a Blizzard entity. I'm very excited to see where it goes and how it develops, and I know I got, I'll play it. 
Yeah, I've never really loved a first-person shooter, Same. but I played it at BlizzCon last year, and it was way more fun than I expected. I mean, you know, part <laughs> of it, I'm sure it was just, you know, kind of the high of BlizzCon. Yeah, of course. But it was so much fun to play in the little touch. And, you know, I went through the line, and then I went and got back in line and did it again. It was so much <laughs> That's fun. fantastic. That's I'm awesome. with you, yeah. man. There wasn't that much to really do last BlizzCon for in terms of WoW stuff, so honestly, we yeah. just kind of went back in line like several times to play Overwatch, but that's okay. I think that was value time. Oh, absolutely. Overwatch <laughs> line and the uh, Hilton bar. That was my two <laughs> Yep, that was my BlizzCon last year. I think this year is going to be a lot better, though. Well, I, I think this is going to be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, BlizzCon they've ever put on, simply because they have so many more properties to talk about and show off this year. They got, the, of course, a little bit of the movie they'll be displaying, hopefully. Uh, Legion, of course, you know, everyone's really hyped about the new expansion, but just the fact that they have, what, six games now that they talk about? Five, five? Well, I don't even know. Five or six games they talk about now. It's six. unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah six. And, I, and I hear Brutal's going to be there, so it's got to be the biggest yet. It's going to be the Listen, The beard will be there. I'm not so sure about me. It'll right? be the beardest BlizzCon ever. <laughs> no, it'll, it, it, it should be a lot of fun. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited that I'm going this year instead of last year, because I debated going last year, but instead we hosted what's called BrutalCon at my house where a lot of people that raided with us at that, at that time came down. They drove down to Florida, flew down to Florida, and we just had a party all weekend long. It was a blast. How fun. I know, it is fun. But this year, going to BlizzCon, my wife and I are going, oh, we're stoked, we're amped, we're pumped. I'm ready. I'm ready. Is the beard ready, though? That's the real question. Oh, please, the beard is always ready. Always. I've actually been growing my beard out for the past, uh, like, four or five months, and I'm getting it shaped trimmed if you will on tuesday so we'll see how it turns out hopefully he doesn't right. take too much now the next step is to dye it green and then Ooh. you'll be really in the cool kid club oh let's let's not jump Ooh. to conclusions here uh, i, I tried sorry yeah. really? a legion themed beard i like that <laughs> <laughs> you can shape it with like with the legion symbol and stuff i don't know you could do some cool stuff <laughs> shape it like the lead oh my goodness that'd be ridiculous yeah. Now, you said you got your start in, in tanking Brutal. So what do you think about the survival being a melee spec for, for Legion? Are you, are you looking forward to that now? Get back to your your your, your roots. <laughs> standing under the, the, the boss roots? or I um, I, This is 100% my personal speculation. And again, I want to emphasize the word speculation. But I'm pretty sure that survival won't be like a raid type spec. I don't think they're going to boost survival to be like raid-oriented, unless for whatever reason they do something completely different with uh, the melee specs in the game, because there are just so many already. I suspect yeah. melee will just be something fun, something to do on the weekends, so to speak. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't expect survival to be like a raid, a go-to raid spec. But we'll, I could be wrong. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. I, I would assume we'd have as many demon hunters as we did, you know, uh, DKs back in oh, absolutely. their days. Absolutely. People are pretty excited about demon absolutely. hunters. I mean, so. monks, monks were cool, but there's something just defining about death knights and, and, and demon hunters with World of Warcraft, you know? That's something we've grown up, you know, experiencing in, in the RTSs and the early portions of WoW, especially TBC. We saw demon hunters and stuff. And how many times have we, have we heard, you know, when are we getting demon hunters and across forums and Reddit and even BlizzCons and stuff. So I agree. We're going to see a ton of Demon Hunters, a lot more Demon Hunters than Monks. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, so I just think Melee is going to be taken up. And it's it's oh, been a long time since Melee has been more valuable than ranged oh, absolutely. and Raid. Absolutely, yes. Completely concur. Completely. 
but it will be a change of uh, it will be something different like i said we we've, we've talked about it at, at a bunch and whether or not i mean we're at least i'm so used to being ranged i don't really play many of the melee classes so i mean <laughs> the idea of a melee spec it's interesting but oh, I, I don't find it very intriguing. appealing per se yeah I, I i definitely don't um i hope i hope it's not a raid spec primarily because i don't i i do not like raiding as a melee uh, it's just it's just not something I enjoy. If I ever had to ra- raid as a melee, I'd probably be a rogue because of their survivability aspects and whatnot. But I, I don't like the concept of, of melee. Even though I was a tank forever, I just don't my, like melee. Well, am I the only one here who actually loves melee alts? Like, all or... of my primary alts are melee. I got my feral druid, my enhanced shaman, my DK, my monk. Who invited her? Walk. Oh, oh, right? whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. I'm excited for a fisting survival spec. Take we'll it see. as you want. I do like the fact Wait that we second. get a death grip. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty... that's going to be sick. I was much more hoping we would get something like a grappling hook that pulled us to them a la Shadow well, Maybe Stuff. we'll get a glyph like a priest. Who knows? I still hope it's called Engage. <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. Engage. Disengage. Engage. <laughs> well, isn't that... But Demon Hunters also have basically a disengage and an engage. Yeah, they have that so, dash. Yeah. Which is, I'm, I am going to be pretty unhappy if Demon Hunter takes a lot of our steam. They better not. They better not. I, I think Demon Hunter would be fun. It's, I played Wildstar for uh, the summer, last summer in 2014. And I, you know, I got really used to the double jump. And coming back to WoW without the double jump was really awkward. So I'm, I'm interested to see how the fun. double jump incorporates itself into WoW. It was fun, absolutely. Well, there is the thing. Our, all Demon Hunters have to be elves, right? So that's kind of yeah. guaranteed. They're not going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> My man, all right. Down with the elves. No, but seriously, elves suck. Who plays elves? Right. <laughs> so sad. I only play doggies. That's why I'm I don't, Morgan. Bark, bark. I don't think we've had this much elf hate since... Uh, Frost time left. This is nice to bring back. You give me the opportunity to play an orc, a troll, a giant steer, and then you give me this little gimpy elf? Like, come on. As I level my Night Elf Hunter right now doing the Iron Man challenge, QQ. (laughs) Get out of here with those elves. I just picked it for Shadow Melt. Get out of here. I don't have a lot of love for elves. No offense to any elf lovers out there. My apologies. Yeah, I don't think we have any elf lovers listening uh, to this <laughs> this podcast, so so I think you're okay. I don't think you've offended anybody. <laughs> Let's not get started on gnome. <clears throat> oh gosh, yeah, no gnome. They said no gnome hunters, right? For Legion, they've confirmed that at this point. <laughs> because yeah. nobody likes gnomes. No, no funny. Gnome oh, I kind of like gnomes. Come on, gnome hunters Canadians be awesome. like gnomes. <laughs> you heard it here first. It is sort of weird, though. It's like the only class that can't be a hunter are are the gnomes at this point. Yeah, the game's just like, no, 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 absolutely not. No, not, never. (laughs) See this? No. How peculiar. But, uh, yeah, and the other thing, you know, we were talking, what else we were talking about melee hunters that we are big, oh, the artifact weapon was our other big concern with with the the melee hunter. If they, if it's like a viable rating spec and we have you know the other two specs that are viable rating specs you know how's that going to work with the artifact weapon are we just i mean because we kind of run into the same issue right now with our legendary rings if you play dual spec or even tri spec for whatever weird reason 
Um, I mean, if you if you are a priest and you're looking to level your shadow ring and then your whole healing ring, you're kind of screwed because you can only do one per week, you know. And I'm I'm curious the amount of effort and 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 then whether something like that will occur with the weapons for different specs and whatnot too. Like you know, if you're a ret prop paladin, which one do you upgrade first? Do you have to upgrade one individually, or can you upgrade them at the same time? Same thing with you know different specs with hunters. Do you have to upgrade your Little uh, glaive or staff or polearm, whatever the heck it is, polearm. Or do you want to upgrade your, your ranged weapon? That's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, I and we're not... Give... No, go ahead. I, I'm just saying, like, I hope they do make it very uh, spec-friendly because, especially if we're going to have a melee spec, it's just going to be a pain if that becomes, like, raid viable. Yeah, absolutely. I personally want to have all three, and I feel like most top-tier players that are playing competitively will want to have all three, too. Because, oh, I mean, absolutely. obviously, you know, it's just like, uh, you get it. I mean, especially if it if it continues between tiers. You know, we don't get a new yep. weapon each tier, so it's not if, if we need to switch, and we got to go back and redo that tier of upgrades. Yeah. I mean, as, as oh, someone who... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, I was agreeing. Sorry. No need to apologize. It's all good. Uh, but I, I, I do concur in the fact that as a mythic raider, like, it doesn't matter if survival is currently... Let's say for tier 19. Let's say survival uh, sims to be half the damage as BM and or marksmanship. It doesn't matter. I have, to, I have to be prepared for the opportunity, for the, for, the, for the outcome of survival magically being buffed. You know, of, of, of maybe survival being great for tier 20. Who knows? I, I have to, and it's going to be frustrating if I have to determine, you know, what to what to invest my time or efforts or whatever into on a weekly basis if they don't all have the same um, like upgrade availability. If that makes any sense, like you just as, as a mythic raider, you have to be prepared for for the for the, the likelihood or the, the opportunity of that occurring. You can't get around that because let's say that I completely ignore survival, you know, the artifact weapon, the this, the that, the other. And then for whatever reason, survival becomes the go-to spec, you know, a week uh, from then or a month from then or whatever. I'm screwed. My, my damage is going to be terrible, you know? You can't you can't play like that as a Mythic Raider. Yeah, and I don't think we've seen really great balancing in Warlords at all. And in, in especially at the end of Nissa Pandaria, we had pretty amazing balance. <laughs> Even yeah. Marksmanship definitely wasn't as good as Survival and BM, but it was not more than 5% below it. Yeah. In Warlords, we've seen 10, 20, 30% differences between Absolutely. the specs. And so if that's the case, there's no way you can make up for it and play a bad spec if that's the only weapon you have. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's one of those things to where even right now, like, I'm completely done with progression. I have no reason to worry about anything for tier 18, but I'm still, I gather... Every piece of gear that I possibly can for my Beastmaster spec and survival spec, just in case something occurs in a future patch uh, for the Legion launch, for this, for that, for whatever. Because I want to make sure that, you know, this, the moment Legion launches, I'm ready to, again, I'm talking from a Mythic Raider standpoint. Not everyone needs to do this, to be clear. I want to clarify my, my statements here. But I need to be ready. I want to be ready. I'm going to be ready for whatever. If I, if, if I need to level as BM or survival, I've got the gear. I've got the know-how. I'm good to go. And the same concept, again, applies to rating, too. Like, I need to be ready to switch to whatever to ensure that I'm not holding back my raid. It's my job to be prepared, and Dagnabbit, I'm going to be prepared. It's that simple. 
So anyway, all that to say, it sucks right now for those of you who have to level two different rings for your legendary uh, quest line. And hopefully we won't, won't run into a similar issue with the artifact weapons in Legion. If you do have to level two rings, you should have rolled a hunter. <laughs> that's right. Maybe yeah, like, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> and if you have to have alts for your raids, make them all hunters. Darn right. You're darn right. Yeah, we did have it pretty easy, but although I still think with some of the secondary stats, um, you did it almost. You almost wanted to keep a couple sets of gear at, at times, you know, for for the hunter. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting because on my, I'm switching back to Moonkin. Speaking of different sets and different gear and whatnot, I, I it's actually beneficial for Moonkins to use a tier seventeen trinket, the um, Gorn Soul Repository. I think is what it's called. For single target fights, because it does more than your seed would off the you know, the mythic or the um, the Archimon trinket, it does more than what your seed would. It does more than what uh, any other trinket in um, in HFC would do. I mean, if you have a mythic Gorn, so I have a mythic Warforged. Thank goodness on my Moonkin, so mine's really good. But it's one of those things to where you it, it you want to keep that gear. You need to have that availability for situations that arise. Because guess what? They will arise. They often do, so don't don't sell yourself short and and you know disenchant or sell gear, or pass on gear just because you may never use it. Like, be prepared. Like that's that's the name of the game for rating. Be prepared. Yeah, my our um our loot master in my well at least in my alliance guild has been uh I don't know she laughs at me a lot because I I roll off spec on anything I can put on oh, absolutely even especially melee weapons ever since the announcement and I I would ask for them before they were disenchanted even before that cuz I like playing melee hunter just to be silly if nobody <laughs> needs it but since the announcement I'm like yeah I'm never going to turn down a melee weapon yeah. absolutely going to be well, I got to be ready Pre-patches, you're going to get your artifact weapon off the bat, I feel like, so I don't know if that's really something you need to be too cautious about, but maybe the pre-patch is going to change survival, right. so having it there is going to be really useful. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I took the, um, I think I have Ace A-Pole arm right now. It's the one off of Chromog, I think. And, of course, you know, I can't use it right now. I have It's been sitting in my bank for months now at this point. But I've got it just in case, you know? It's there just in case. You never know. You never know. Maybe Legion pre-patch comes out tomorrow. You never know. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I don't know. I think I can pull 50k DPS as BM with melee weapons. <laughs> I wouldn't do it in a progression raid, but I'd do it on farm. I would. Maybe on like Fell Lord. It's fantastic. Or no, I couldn't do it there. What boss could we do it on that I could stand in raid or in the melee zone? Uh, hmm. All of them, if you really want to. I say, well, not I fell lord. You can't because of cavitation. Ooh. All of them, but fell lord. There you go. Problem solved. There you but go. it needs to be single target too, because I can't <laughs> AOE. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> no, basically not. Yeah, this is gonna be harder than I thought. Godspeed. <laughs> oh well, I'll figure out one. I'll let you know on a later show. <laughs> The Adventures of Delirium and his melee hauntering. <laughs> Coming soon to a podcast near you. So what what uh so what other news we got going on? Let's see, six point two Valor. We haven't talked about Valor coming back. Good, bad, anyone care? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely think it's great to have Valor back in the game. Just because I like having a reason to log on 
and right now there aren't really any. I was really hoping there would be Valor gear instead of just upgrades because I want to have a reason to play my alts. You know, I've got 50 billion hunters alts and uh, no reason to log on because they, you know, they're all in 695 baleful gear. And I'm not really going to run that many through mythic dungeons, so. But I, I doubt that's going to be upgradable. I'll just be sitting with a, you know, a bunch of Valor. No reason to gather it. Now, what but can I you like upgrade it. with Valor gear or Valor points again? Yeah, I mean, just we don't. I audience. haven't logged into the PTR yet. Is it up yet? You can, yeah, you can uh, upgrade raid gear, uh, just Hellfire raid gear, Mythic dungeon gear, and uh, Baleful gear. Oh, I didn't realize that. So there's something to do. Okay, <laughs> I got a reason to log on to alts. Awesome. How do you, you can get go into a, a Mythic dungeon, get yourself a 725 gun, and then make it 735. There you go. <laughs> Which is Wait, so was it, it was that's pretty crazy, actually. From Mythic. What's that? Do we have any chance what the or any idea what the chance to get a seven twenty five is? No, they just said it's progressively lower as it goes up from starts at six eighty five and then goes up in five level increments. But even oh. is six eighty five is the Warforged or that's the that's basic? the base that's okay. the base one yeah. I would assume it's probably pretty rare. Yeah, not impossibly so, but I mean the. the like if 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 I guess they probably don't want people just farming 725 gear because that would be that would take forever. It's just on the off chance that it drops, it gives you the opportunity to upgrade an item. But that's just again speculation. I don't really know. Yeah, I can yeah. see. You know, a lot of people going in there just for their weapons and just you know burning a bonus roll on that just because yeah. it's a pretty decent chance. Yeah, and what else are you going to spend bonus rolls on at this point? Yeah. Well, especially for the hunters, because what's our highest level coming out of well, mythic or or even heroic for for the weapon? Uh, seven thirty, I think, for mana okay. Is that correct? For mythic, yeah. seven seven thirty. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Are we not talking about mythic? <laughs> My apologies. What are we talking Someone about just here? Said heroic. Oh, I, I said mythic or and heroic. Okay, just check. Oh. No. Mm-hmm. So seven thirty for mythic, and then whatever it is, seven fifteen, I think, for heroic. Yeah, that's what I thought. So heroic seemed it was a big bump. It sounded like the seven twenty five was pre- a pretty big bump up from from heroic for sure. Yeah, it's it's when when I was to do uh, when I was doing heroic Manoroth, you know, for the progression purposes a couple of months ago, I got super lucky and got a seven twenty one bow, and that that held me over until I got my seven thirty bow from from a uh, mythic Manoroth, you know, x amount of weeks later. So definitely worth getting a seven twenty five bow if you can, but I wouldn't waste countless hours on getting it because. Again, we don't know the drop chance or the, the percentage at the moment. But that, that weapon damage matters. It all matters. Oh, definitely. Especially for Marksman. I wonder how this is going to affect um, gear choicing, though. Because already when you hit a certain amount of crit, you're kind of like fumbling around with your trinkets as is. So I wonder if what the upgrades are going to actually do for us to do some math. I don't know. I mean, right, right now, like, I'm in... Almost. No, I, th- I think I am in complete best in slot, and I've got some Warforged uh, items and some socketed items with 75 crit gems and stuff. And um, Let me check my armory, because I don't even think I'm at the 53% soft cap at the moment. Let me check, let me check. I mean, because right now I use the uh, Mythic Sensor and then the Mythic Mirror, of course. That mirror is so yep. amazing. And uh, I was using the Fell Reaver Trinket up until I got that Mythic Sensor. So my crit, my my base level crit dropped once I swapped to the Sensor. 
Are you supposed to, um, I thought you were supposed to use the, uh, coil until you hit the soft cap and then you switch to the sensor. Uh, I didn't, I switched to the sensor. I mean, my Sims reported a higher damage increase, and then, of course, the actual actually did receive a higher DPS increase during live play as well. But I'm not a theory crafter. I mean, Azur Therian could explain, he could, he could talk circles around me when it comes to theory crafting, because I got nothing. So all, all I know is that 53% that that soft cap. That's when you switch. I think I think 53% is when you switch to like the mastery food and the mastery uh, proc in your gun or whatever it's called. But uh, I haven't even reached that yet, so I'm still just gearing as per normal. So imagine with the upgrades, what that's going to do. I know that's that's when it's going to get interesting. Like uh, I, th I think it was Delirium or you know one of you guys obviously just said a few minutes ago. It gives you something to do now that Valor is coming back to the game. It gives you something to do in the game, and that's exciting because. As someone who has, again, finished progression, like, all I'm really doing at this point in time, just screwing around on the alts, you know? There's there's not a lot for me to do on my main at this point in time because I've, I've already accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. And it's nice to know that even though it's kind of grindy and kind of, you know, just silly to think about the fact that, well, now I just get to grind some valor to upgrade gear even though I'm already completely done with progression, I'm, I'm, I am looking forward to it a little bit because it's... It's nice to feel powerful, you know? Like, it's nice to have that that ability to destroy NPCs in a raid or in any setting. And just I, I love gathering more power, for the lack of a better word. I'd be yeah, a really I, good supervillain if you're given the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I'm most excited about is seeing what else this opens up in High Maw. And right now, Hunters have uh, soloed Tectus. And I think that's the only... Wad boss we've killed so far solo, and so I think with this new power, I'm really excited to see what Durindel or Shoot can uh, pull off. Yeah, I oh. want to start doing the all hunter raids again. Actually, if we get the upgrades, we'll have enough gear to easily smash through some high mall stuff. Yeah, what else are we gonna do for the next <laughs> yeah. six months? So sounds good. Uh, really quick, I want to correct something I just said. Uh, someone let me know that I did misspeak. It is multi-strike food and multi-strike. A uh, gun enchant you want to switch to not. That's, that's not what you said. No, I, I, I said mastery for whatever reason. <laughs> I meant multi strike. Like, hmm. There, I don't. I don't want to misrepresent anything. I don't want to lead anyone down the wrong path. I was. Yeah. I was incorrect there. So please don't do that. It is definitely all right. Everybody, if you talk to Azor, he said mastery is better than multi strike. <laughs> go tell. Go tweet him that right now. Just tweet him that. Say brutal said so. Brutal sent you. Oh hey, put you on black. Careful now. You sure was mastery? I heard versatility. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. Versatility is our best stat right now, isn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Just that's stack all verse. Stack all verse. All verse. I think that's the only thing really relevant to the 6.2.3 news that came out. What about the moose mount? <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> well, yeah, there's the that too. Dude. There's a moose. Canadians, oh, all of a sudden, Vindax Canada side <laughs> sparks up. There's a moose. Tell you what, I mean, not not to hate on the moose, but that infinite dragonflight mount. Oh yeah, that's a mount. yeah. That's that. Oh my goodness, that that's that is the thing I'm excited about, and the thing I'm going to be focused on in six two three. I, I just I, I and the thing is, I'm not a mount person. Like I play this game to raid and to raid well. I don't play this game to collect things or to grind achievements or this or that or the other. But that mount, it speaks to me. There is something about that mount that I am so excited about. I can't wait to grab it. 
assuming it ever drops. And I believe someone fact-checked me on this. Again, to be clear, I'm not saying this is true, but this is what this is what someone else told me. I believe the mount is a personal loot item, regardless of what, regardless of oh. what. What, yeah, what, I heard that okay. too. I heard that too. I heard that that too. Loot yeah, well. so that I way you don't have to worry that, about so rolling against uh, against it on everyone. It's it's a personal loot item. So when you go into a a time walking dungeon, doesn't matter who you're with, doesn't matter what uh, loot setting it's on, you have a chance. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's from any boss in time walking, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I did see yep. that. Nice. Oh man, I I hate time walking dungeons because been there, done that. I can't wait to get into time walking now. Very much looking forward to <laughs> oh. it. Right, and now they've opened it up to. Uh, I guess they'll have Cataclysm yeah. weekends as well now. So Cata Dungeons, which I I enjoyed the Cata Dungeons. Yeah, person. I thought that was the best part about Cataclysm. I like the they had great troll. That troll they were tough at first. I remember those. Five point one. Oh, ZG was really good. The ZG remake. I don't know, oh yeah, I ZG. Yeah. That last boss was fun. That's right. They did the it's... dead mines there too. Yeah. Oh, dead mines. That was great. It should the, be uh, fun. The one... So where you get on the dragon's back and just start like killing things, <laughs> you spam that one button. <laughs> that exact sound effect, too. <laughs> yeah, did you do voice acting <laughs> for Cataclysm? I didn't realize. <laughs> How'd you know? That's funny. Don't tell anyone. I don't want. I don't want the. Uh, you know. I don't want it to get to my head. <laughs> yes, I, I assume everybody saw this, but Bindek did a great article on uh, Blizzard Watch, WoW, old WoW Insider, um, about the uh, gearing for Time Walker. If you just want to be ridiculously OP in Time Walking, go check and we out do. this column. We do. <laughs> I would love that. Could you could you link that perhaps in chat? Because I, I, I haven't seen that article. I sure, would love just give me a minute. Thank you. But yeah, yeah was, I was wondering what, when someone was, I was, I was glad to see that too. Cause I was always sort of curious, like, well, what, you know, with all this, uh, different sets of gear, tier sets, trinkets yeah, and things brilliant. floating around, you know, is there a, a, a combination of things you could do to really, really right. maximize your, your DPS there? <laughs> yeah, and there were some pretty sweet tier sets in the good old days. I didn't hold on to any of them. I should have, but <laughs> well, you yeah. can go back and get them, you know, yeah, there is right. Yeah. Uh, not a long grind, at least, but basically the gist of it is, you know, there's some old tier bonuses that are really strong, and it's not necessarily getting a four piece, but combining old two pieces bonuses, mm -hmm. and That's then cool. putting in um, agility gems and all this stuff. The, the agility gems do not scale down, so you get the full benefit. What? That's awesome. So yeah, so what example, you were saying there was like a, a chest that you got twice as much agility from the gems than from the actual chest. Yeah, just, just <laughs> one, ex amazing. one example was in Burning Crusade Time Walking, uh, a chest piece, it'll be scaled down to have 15 agility on it. But if you have one with three sockets, all of a sudden it has 45 agility on it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really cool. Didn't I don't think about stuff like that. I'm terrible. Like, my my... my ability to play wow is completely just raid oriented i am terrible at everything else pvp awful don't ever ask me to pvp uh conjure up PvP? I, I hate pvp i'm terrible at it but i mean I, I i don't my brain doesn't work that way so kudos to you man thanks for educating people like me on how to do something properly that's really cool yeah i was excited i also hadn't tried all the um soo crazy trinkets that we had and so I was glad to learn that they didn't work. I mean, not glad. 
but I'm I'm glad I didn't try bother trying it. Is mm-hmm. is Rune of Reorigination any good for time walking? Um, that's a good question. I, I haven't even yeah, that's a good question. I haven't even looked how that thing scales. I was I was a tank. I I was not DPSing back then, but I do have one of those because I've been running Throne of Thunder for the past oh three months or so every week for the Rod in belt that never drops. But nevertheless, I did get a, a roar trinket. You've been soloing heroic. No, no, no. I, oh. uh, I I just do a public run and I invite people. We go have fun. I can. I, say, I could probably still solo, really hard. I could probably solo one, maybe two bosses in there on heroic, but I've never even tried to be honest with you because it's just they they they, they have a, a huge HP pool. Like I do, I do a ton of damage, yeah. but I can't I can't even do it by myself. I don't think. Never. I haven't tried in months. Anyone listening who's interested, uh, Shoot has up guides for all of the TOT bosses now for soloing at Shoot. I can't Lincoln. remember his. What's his shoot. address? Huntersoloing.com? <laughs> yeah, Something like it. I'll put it in the we can put it in the show description or whatever. But it, they're great guides. It'll help you get through that's all so- of those if you want to go through on heroic levels and some of the harder stuff. But yeah, it's interesting. I'd be curious to see. I have to go back and look and see how many of these trinkets that I've actually chosen to hold on to, because I think those are probably if some of the items would be first to uh vendor you know if i was really short on bag space because it you know until now they never really thought he'd ever need him again for anything you uh, know well i mean the good thing is that the mirror of the blade master is still yes. amazing for time yeah. Too. yeah that mirror trinket man that's it's a great trinket i tell you what yeah i mean i still got the normal one because that's all i could get to drop but it's still yeah. better than like everything else yep. yeah especially as mm where you have very little aoe and that just tears up the aoe it's, it's, it's amazing, dude. It's absolutely. I'm a little annoyed that it doesn't like scale and damage so based from like normal Demythic, but at the same time, it's still really, really good. Yeah. So, yep. Can't be that pissed about it. I mean, it's you nice can, to... but you're... it's not going to accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see. Uh... Grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it's nice to see Flintlock's Woodchucker make the list for uh, scopes <laughs> to consider. <laughs> I love that scope. <laughs> I missed that scope. Yeah. When that sound effect hits, I know I'm about to go in. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know anything about that scope. That was before my time, sadly. It's a cataclysm scope, Cataclysm right? scope, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was like I've been playing since vanilla, but I haven't been hunting that long, so I don't I, I don't pay attention to stuff like that. Yeah. Or I didn't right. pay attention to stuff like that back All then. Right. Here's the visualization <laughs> of it. Picture like, yourself shooting. You're getting ready to like burst in on the target and everything. And, the bow, and, like, is, the bow you're, is ripped. You're, you're all focused. Right, and then suddenly was... on the tip of your arrow is a woodchuck, and you just chuck that shit, and you Are go. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm serious, yeah. and it makes a little like sound a little effect critter? and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looks it looks like a little critter. A little critter. No it's way. exactly what it does. Yeah. It, shoots a, it says attaches a permanent device to a bow or gun that sometimes launches a rabid critter, dealing additional damage to the target. <laughs> That's amazing. Was that a rating? It was a rating. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was rating. Oh. Yeah. Scope. It was our best scope. Was I should scope. have been yeah. playing a hunter for a lot longer than six. <laughs> Good Lord, that's amazing. Right? You just and blew it, my mind. And I think it had a decent enough animation to, to go with it, too. It wasn't yes, just, it did. You know, it, oh, yeah, it wasn't cool. just the description. <laughs> Man, I should have been a hunter years ago. You hear a little squeaking, and you're like, yep, I'm going yep. in. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, I'm jealous of you guys for having been able to experience it. <laughs> yeah, I remember we need, that. Uh... We need transmog scopes. like That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, can yeah. we still not use any of the 
transmog uh, enchantments, we should get transmog scopes. If anybody from Blizzard is listening, <laughs> get do on them, Solar. That's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Oh, someone just linked it in chat. I gotta look at it. Hold on. Flintlock's woodchucker. That's amazing. Eyes in the pride. <laughs> I'm gonna play the sound. Hold on. <laughs> He's a little squeak. It's <laughs> amazing. Squiddy. I gotta mute my mic on. <laughs> now time walking is more beneficial. This is this is the best thing in the world. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it turns out this is the real reason why they introduced time walking dungeons to World of Warcraft. <laughs> so we can go back to uh <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's fantastic. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. Well, everyone's welcome. Yes. Well, listen, you guys are welcome to keep on going here. I do have to. I do have to run. We're 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 after five o'clock here, so I got some stuff to wrap up. But uh, I'm not trying to kill the party or anything. (laughs) But I am going to listen to. Yeah, yeah, I am going to have to drop off here. So I will just uh, say. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. So should should we just wrap this up then, and uh, we'll. Come back in a couple of weeks. It'll be our last show before BlizzCon. I think November first is a Sunday. That so we'll, we'll do one more show before BlizzCon, and then off we go. Yeah, sounds good. Cool. I think we can do after show if we need it. Yeah, there's a few questions for Brutal oh uh, for the post show. Oh boy. <laughs> well, I, real quick, I want to thank all of you guys for allowing me and inviting me to come on today. It was a lot of fun. Nice to always, always nice to meet some fellow hunters. I can't wait to hang out with uh, those of you going to BlizzCon. And uh, yeah, just seriously again, thank you so much for letting me be here. Yeah, def- yeah definitely. Our, coming on. Yeah, our pleasure. Really enjoyed it. And I would, really- I would love to come back in a, probably a couple of months or so and give you guys an update on how everything's going with the uh, the uh, the rating thing. So yeah. well, we'll plan to do that. Yes, absolutely. Because I'd be curious to see how that goes too. I think yeah. it's a very, very cool, a very cool thing you're you're trying to do, and I thank I you. hope it's nothing but successful. So me too, man. Me too. Who knows, maybe even hop in one of those raids and, and get some tips, even though I have a pretty good idea of what I'm doing. Hey, we, we, we all, all more, you know? We all, including me, have plenty to learn on a daily basis. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's no, what no. one of those things you were talking about was uh, when to talk in vent. I've been <laughs> raiding for a long time and I'm still not sure when to talk in mumble vent, whatever. <laughs> we can uh, talk. when it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brew, thank you so much, man. I know you gotta run, so I don't want to keep you, but thank you, buddy. All right. Well, thank you. And on that note, you have been listening to episode 227 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com, Blizzard Watch, and Bendak Wow on Twitter. I'm Artemis Hal from the warcraftshunterunion.com and Artemis Hal on Twitter. All right. Check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. We'll have these links available in the show notes. And we'll also include uh, links to all of your stuff, uh, Brutal, as well. Oh, so thank listeners you. listeners can see how to get hear more of you and see more of you. Greatly appreciated. If you have... Hold on. If you have a question or topic <laughs> you would like us to announce on Sorry, the show, fam. email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. All right, stay thirsty, my friends. Remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre prestar la moción de la salvaje. Keep your eyes on the beast. Don't forget to pay your dues. Praise brutal. <laughs> Praise brutal. <laughs> For the word. I don't know what I'm doing here. A life stealer. That's just the cause. Right.
Praise the beard. <laughs> you can check oh, out, but you beard. can never leave. <laughs> that should be your outro from now on, Daisy. Yes. <laughs> Allie, do it. Oh, but somebody's got to be for the horde. <laughs>